Hello, and welcome to Poppy Approved Movies. My name is Poppy. And I'm Natalie. In our podcast, we'll review and critique my favorite PG-13 movies. Movies that I wasn't allowed to watch until I turned 13. Every week, Natalie and I will watch a new PG-13 movie. And I'll see if Poppy's movies live up to the hype. Which, of course, they will. Today, we're going to be watching Overboard. Before we begin, there will be spoilers. If you haven't seen the movie and don't want it to be spoiled, press pause and come back when you're finished. Now, Poppy, tell me the deets on this movie. Okay. Overboard came out in 2018, with a runtime of 1 hour and 52 minutes. It's not streaming anywhere. We had to rent it on Amazon. We didn't, we didn't record it. I thought we recorded it somewhere. No, I never found it. Yeah. It was written by Bob Fisher, Rob Greenberg, and Leslie Dixon, and directed by Rob Greenberg. The main stars are Eugenio Derbez, Anna Faris, and Eva Longoria. Fun facts, this movie is a remake of the 1987 movie of the same title. The genders were reversed in the original. The rich person in the original movie was the female character, not the male character. I didn't want to watch the original, mainly because, well, two reasons. It was okay. I like this one better. And then the second reason, it's that the original was rated PG, so. Ugh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I remember seeing ads for the original all the time on, like, the movie channels, like, on the TV. But I didn't even know there was a remake. And when you said we're watching Overboard, I automatically assumed it was the one with the woman. Because being super rich, because I always saw that ad. And then you pulled it up, and I'm like, this isn't the same movie. No, it's a remake. So what do you think, Nat? Well, I liked it. I really liked the daughters, especially. I thought they were, like, really sweet, and they cared for each other a lot. Okay. And they cared for their mom a lot, which, even though the older sibling, I forgot what her name is. I think it's Emily. Even though Emily was, like, often upset, I thought she had, like, good reason to be upset with her mom. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. She was kind of getting robbed of some of her, like, own life. Just because she had to take care of her siblings so much. Yeah, for sure. And the fact was that there's like another adult there that could totally take care of her siblings and she's the one having to do that. So I figured, I understood where she was coming from. So I thought she was like not unreasonable. Mm-hmm. And she like talked about her phone. Like she knew it was wrong and why she was so angsty and stuff. Sure. As which is kind of funny. Just being a teenager, blaming teenagerhood on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked how he found joy even though he was like doing manual labor and stuff sure that like he actually had fun like being friends with people and stuff and Mm -hmm. that he was like oh my god i'm rich but he in the end but then he still went back to his life like knowing what he missed out okay and what do you rate it i give it a four stars four stars okay that's pretty good i don't like you liked it a little bit more than four i thought you were gonna say four and a half or even five the concept is still pretty bad, though. Yeah, all right. And he does treat people bad in the beginning, so I don't really like it. <laughs> I think it's funny. Yeah, you're right. It's pretty awful. Why don't we get into the recap? Okay. The movie begins with comparing two people on the opposite ends of the money scale. Leonardo is super wealthy and rides a jet ski with two supermodels to a humongous yacht. And Kate, who has two jobs. She delivers pizzas. For her friend Teresa in Bobby's Pizza Parlor. And at night, she cleans carpets. And she's in school still. 
Yeah, she's in school studying to be a nurse, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's a busy lady. Uh, we find out her husband, the father of the kids, died. Mm-hmm. We don't know what happened. It doesn't specify what happened or how long ago it happened. I did think that was kind of random because she didn't bring him up at all. She did once. So, or the, or like some... not very much. It was almost like she like was completely over his death and everything. Yeah, that's true. They and never... I thought that was kind of strange. And like she was like, oh, I think I fell in love with him. Okay. Like she didn't even was like, oh my gosh, I'm moving on too quickly. Or like she didn't care at all about her old husband. I do wonder how long has passed. That's true. Yeah, if it was like 10 years ago, like right after the youngest was born. Well, she was probably like six years old, so couldn't be any more than six years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Kate picks up her daughters, Emily, Molly, and Olivia from school and tries to drop them off with Grace, her mother. But Grace tells Kate that she's leaving town to join a theater group. Kate ends up taking the girls to her second job. <laughs> the guy that's funny. She finally is old and gets to do what she wants. <laughs> right. But isn't that messed up? Yeah, she did kind of abandon everyone. Yeah, obviously they count on her a lot, take care of the girls, and so much so that the kids were in offices doing their homework on the floor when she was cleaning carpets at night, so. Yeah. It's kind of messed up, I it guess. It is kind of messed up. You think you want to help your daughter like as much as possible. And it's not even like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm going to go with you. She's like, no, what are you talking about? I'm leaving. Yeah, like, I'm following my dreams. They didn't even talk about it beforehand, right? No, she was just like, I'm going. You can deal with your own children. You can deal with my grandchildren. Like, she didn't even care about the children at all. I know, for real. On the yacht, the partying continues. Leonardo and his friends ruin the carpet with champagne. Kate is called in to come and clean the carpet on the yacht. When she arrives, Leonardo is hungover and flirts and insults her at the same time. He gets up half-naked and shows off a Speedy Gonzalez tattoo on his bottom. Did you see that? Yeah. You, have you seen any Speedy Gonzalez cartoons? No. Do you know who Speedy Gonzalez is? He's he's like a, the guy that goes, Andale, andale. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, I've never seen it. It's a funny it's a funny uh, character in the Looney Tunes world. So is I'm he like an guy. animal or is he just a guy? He's a mouse. Oh, he's a mouse. He's okay. a mouse and then... Um, his cousin's name is Slowpoke Rodriguez. That's what I call you guys, Slowpoke Rodriguez. No, not many people know that one. But I know Slowpoke Rodriguez. Magdalena and Sofia, Leonardo's sisters, call him and tell him to come and see their dying puppy. Poppy has decreed that Leonardo will be his heir and take over the multi-million dollar company. Magda is very upset because she's been working in the company while Leonardo parties all day long. I thought that was like a little sexist of him to do because... He clearly does not want this company, or like he doesn't care about getting this company. Like he just cares that he's getting money. But like, she's been working so hard for this company that like she should be the first person to get it. You know. So we've been doing this whole spoiler thing, like no spoilers. But then what happens is we go, oh no spoilers, and then sometimes we don't come back to that point. So let's assume that everybody has seen the movie and they're not listening to the recap to understand the movie for the first time. And if you are, we're sorry. But for example, we'll see at the end, she ends up getting like nothing. She ends up getting like a really terrible job. And she's the hardest working character in the whole show, you know, uh, on his side of the family. Because Sophia, the other sister, didn't really work hard. And Leonardo was working for the, the kids. Yeah, but she wanted the company, too. She didn't want to do that. 
because at the end, Magda gets that job. So it's kind of messed up that the person who worked hardest for Poppy is the one that gets ruined altogether. Yeah, well, she did do some pretty terrible things. Yeah, we'll get to that. Of course, maybe she deserved it, but if she, I mean, just because I think she never felt like she got her just due. I think that in the beginning, she should have gotten what what she wanted because she was the hardest working and it was just sexist that he was giving it only to him. Right. Just then, because he's the next and then man in find the family that, line. Uh, yeah. And when he thinks that Leonardo's dead, he gives it to her. Yeah. Only because he died. And only because he died because the only male is dead. And then when he they find that he's alive, then he gives it right back and takes it away from her. So she kind of gets messed up. So While Kate is cleaning, Leonardo asks her to bring him some fruit and she refuses. He fires her immediately and eventually throws her and her cleaning equipment off the boat. He insults her as the yacht leaves. And Kate is subsequently fired, and on top of that, she owes the cleaning company $3,000 for their ruined equipment. That's messed up. See what I mean? What? How much of a terrible person he is. <laughs> yeah, but he was being funny. He didn't mean it. Yeah, he did push her off. Yeah, and then and then she was like, at least not the equipment, it's so expensive. And then she, he was like, oh, this, and then he like threw it off. Yeah, he was pretty terrible, you're right. Like, he didn't care, and he probably knew, because the whole time he was making jokes that she was poor, like, he knew that she didn't have the money to pay for that equipment. Well, And he yeah. still, like, didn't care, and he still threw it off the boat and got it destroyed. That's true. You're right. That night, Leonardo goes out on this deck to find something, when a strong wave knocks him overboard. And he wakes up in nothing but a bathrobe and cannot remember a thing. He walks around town and is arrested and taken to a hospital. At the hospital, Leonardo's a huge snob to everyone. Magdalena gets a call that her brother might be the patient with amnesia in the hospital. She goes to the hospital, sees him, and denies knowing him so she can take over the family business. That's pretty bad. Yeah. But is it, though? No, because what if he never would have gotten claimed by anyone? He would have just rot in that hospital. (laughs) No, he would have been released, right? They can't just keep him there forever. <laughs> He'll eventually go. Well, he'd just right, rot buddy. in general. Like, he wouldn't remember. And then the only reason that he remembered was because he saw his family and he remembered everything. They would have never seen him again. He would have never remembered his life. Okay. Yeah, but she didn't really do anything wrong. She denied him. <laughs> like Peter. Like, you know what I'm saying? He ends up being I was okay. going to say something, but I didn't want to say the wrong name and get yelled at. <laughs> What were you gonna? I hope you were gonna say. What were you? Were you I gonna was say gonna Peter? say Peter, but okay. I was like, "What if it's someone else? What if it's Paul or John?" Yeah, that was the other one. I think Paul, the Phoenix. All right, let's keep going. Kate gets home and finds out she's being evicted. She talks to Teresa when they see the news about the amnesiac man. She recognizes him as Leonardo. Teresa comes up with the idea to forge some paperwork and pictures and claim that Leonardo is Kate's husband. She can take him home and put him to work at Bobby's construction to make some money and to help at home with the chores so Kate can prepare for her nursing exam. Kate, at first, doesn't like the idea. Because it's illegal. But then eventually she agrees. Well, he was awful to her. I think that's why she thought it was okay to do. Yeah, but she thought she was just going to do this for her entire life. No, I think it was still a nursing exam. Oh, and then she was just going to be like, I'm lied to you well she that was the whole plan right so after yeah. she took the nursing exam she was telling him well what if he would have like told the police that 
I don't know. Like, she did not think, like, there would be any consequences. I don't know. What would be, I mean, what what crime did they commit? Forgery. Forgery. But they burned those papers, right? They basically kidnapped him, although it's, like, not kidnapping, but you know what I mean. He eventually came with a lot of false pretense. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's a crime. He's not underage. He's a grown man, right? It's it's still a crime to forge stuff and like lie to the government that they're. They don't lie to the government. They just lie to the, to hospital. the, the hospital people. Yeah. Leonardo is released into their custody when they provide the fake paperwork, and she talks about the Speedy Gonzalez tattoo on his bottom. Because he doesn't believe that she's his wife. She thinks he thinks she's too ugly or something like that. What, what was it? He just oh no, I am not married to you. Because he thinks he's rich. And but she didn't know she was poor. Until they get to the house and then he realizes they were poor and they're like, we're poor? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess he's just like, no, I am not with you. I expected to be like a supermodel or something like that. It's funny because the actress is really cute and pretty, right? Yeah. So They wouldn't choose an ugly actress for a movie. <laughs> well, they do sometimes, but, you know, sadly, a lot of the movies are only going to have these very, like, stereotypically beautiful people who are going to be in the leads. Yeah. Although he's not stereotypically handsome. I guess he has a good physique, but the actor is not like a supermodel himself. Yeah. But he's funny, so I guess. But you know, that that's actually a really kind of bad stereotype, or not a stereotype, but a trope that happens in movies where the main actor can be funny and ugly or fat or not very handsome. Uh-huh. And then his wife or his girlfriend or his significant other is always going to be beautiful. Yeah. You're not going to have too many movies where the actress... Why can't the actress be not stereotypically pretty and be, like, funny and stuff and then be left alone? Right. And then there are some actresses like that that are usually never love interests. No. They're usually, like, supporting characters. Like Fat Amy, right, in Pitch Perfect? But doesn't she have her own movie? She does, but she lost a lot of weight. Oh, that's really sad. Yeah, she lost a lot of weight, tons of weight, and I think that was part of it. Yeah, it's kind of sad. You're right. That she could only be a lead in a role when she lost weight? No, not a lead, because you'll have, like, actresses like Melissa McCarthy. Um, and she's really hilarious and funny. But she's not, like, the lead love interest, right? It's not going to be a yeah. rom-com. It'll be, like, a comedy, and she's just silly. Yeah, that's kind of sad. That is kind of sad. You think about it. Well, you'll have tons of guy actors that are not handsome at all. And they're, like, the lead actors in tons of movies. Because just because their roles are, like, funny or rich or whatever. Sure, yeah. Anyway, so she talks about the Speedy Gonzalez tattoo. It convinces Leonardo that they are married. He's incredulous, but he ends up going with her. When they get to the house, he realizes that he's poor. That's what I was saying. He meets his daughter and is shocked that they look nothing like him. And the girls are in on the deception. I'm shocked how, like, quickly the the children, like, accepted the fact, like, oh, there's just going to be, like, a stranger in the house and we're going to lie to him, okay? And then they're just like, all right. Yeah. First off, Kate hates this guy. He's a horrible human. Yeah. And then he, he brings him home to be next to his three daughters. And to be their dad. And to be their dad. And then Emily's like, why can't he babysit us? And then Kate's like, no, there's no way. He's awful. And, and it's like, you're the one. You're literally endangering us every single time he walks into your house. Yeah, and you're bringing him home. Yeah, you're the one who's bringing him in. But I can't. I still have to be the adult here. Yeah, it's funny. 
Magda takes it a step further and gets an urn and some ashes and tells her father and sister that Leonardo's dead and she has proof. Okay, so I think that's the worst part. Yeah. So, like, leaving him there, that's kind of lame. She could have just been like, oh, I don't know where he is, but she was literally like, he's dead. Right. And then she got ashes from a barbecue that smelled like carne asada. Anyways, so she has proof. Sophia's dubious, though. Back at Kate's house, Leo has to cook and clean. He wants to wind down and have a drink, and she tells him that he's a recovering alcoholic. That's how it ended up in the ocean. He tries to romance her, and she says no, and has him sleep in a cot in the shed. I don't know why she made him sleep in the shed, though. Like She didn't trust him. That's true. Yes. Then don't bring him in your house! Around your children! Yeah. Next morning, Leo begins his new job with the Bobby's construction crew. They are building a pool for a rich couple. It is grueling work, and his co-workers laugh at him because he is weak and doesn't have any work experience. They call him Lady Hands because his hands are so soft from never working. He is miserable. It's kind of funny, though, because in the front, in the, not the front, in the beginning of the movie, he's always like, look at my amazing physique. And, like, usually people have good physique from, like, working out. But then, like, apparently he has, like, no muscles. Lady Hands, is that going to come back later? Mm-hmm. No. You didn't have any problems with Lady Hands, calling him Lady Hands? No, it's a kind of a... <laughs> okay. I thought maybe you would be offended, like we're calling them hands like ladies, but I think it's by the softness. I don't know if ladies have softer hands than men. I don't know. No, I think it's like they say that because like women don't do anything. That's like the point. No, no, because his hands are like creamy and soft. Yeah, but like you wouldn't have soft and creamy hands if you were doing something. Like if you're doing labor. And I think that's why people say that. Mom and I have the same job. Who do you think has softer hands? Mm, I don't know. All right. Today we'll do a taste test. Oh, no, not a taste test. <laughs> it's a, a touch test. Okay. He is miserable at his new job. He comes home exhausted and Kate tells him to continue doing house chores while she studies. He actually begins to cook better and learn from his mistakes around the house. I like how he did like try and make an effort to learn how to cook the right. He ended, up, and, he ended up going shopping for new ingredients and make things better. And like a cookbook and stuff. That's right. And they did. It was better, right? Yeah. Yeah. This goes on day after day. Leo goes to work and is ridiculed by his coworkers. At home, he exhausts himself doing chores, but has taken a better attitude about the work. Leo even begins to warm up to the girls who are also starting to like him. Kate I think even, it's because they never really had, like, a father figure. Or at least, like, the really little one. Yeah, that's true. We're guessing that he died maybe when she was, like, two or even when she was just born. Right. And so she might have not had a dad around for a lot. So it might be, like, a really nice change for her mm-hmm. having, like, kind of a second person there. And he's being nice, right? Yeah. yeah. He's, like, helping her out with stuff, teaching her how to ride her bike and stuff. We haven't got to that point yet. Kate even lets him sleep inside, but only on the couch. Not in the room yet. Good job! (laughs) Leo becomes a full-fledged member of the family. He watches Molly's flag football game like a proud dad. He teaches Olivia to ride a bike without training wheels, and even helps Emily out with some of her teenage drama. Kate is relaxed and feels confident when she takes her nursing exam. Kate feels really guilty and wants to tell Leo the truth. She goes home and tries to do it, 
but the girls sabotage her. They want to keep Leo as their dad. So Kate says, actually, it's our anniversary, and they go out and dance. They have a nice moment, then they kiss and go home. And at home, they're intimate. Inappropriate! I wonder if later, spoilers, when they're like still together, I wonder if they use that day as their anniversary, or if they use the day where she's kidnapped him from the hospital as their anniversary, or the day that they met on the boat. Or maybe their wedding. Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, any of those are good days. The family's having a great time at a barbecue when a crew member from the yacht recognizes Leo and takes a picture. He sends it to Colin, the yacht butler, who informs the family. Magdalena is caught in her lie. Poppy, who is feeling better, and the girls leave to go bring him home. Did they instantly go like, Magdalena, you lie? I don't remember. Or were they just like more important that he's alive? I think they were more excited that he was alive, yeah. The next day, the family gets home from camping, and Leonardo's family is there waiting for him. He sees them and remembers everything immediately. He realizes that Kate has lied and used him. He's hurt and leaves, and the girls are crushed. It was funny how like he remembered, because he like walked by, he's like, Hi, Sophie! And then he like walked inside, and he's like, Wait a minute! Like, yeah, it took him a second to go, Whoa, he remembers everything. He's like, I know those people. Yeah. Back at the yacht, they leave town, and the plan is for Leonardo to be the head of the company again. Kate and the girls decide to fight for Leo, and they use Bobby's boat to chase him down. That was such an emotional scene where the little girl is biking after his car, and he like looked behind and saw her like biking and trying to catch up to him. Yeah, you know, that was that moment where they want you to cry in the movie. And I was like, I, th- I thought it was a little contrived. It was kind of random. Like, the movie isn't like a crying movie. And then that scene was like randomly emotional. Yeah. I think they tried too hard. And then they were like hitting on the window. Like, don't leave. Don't leave. You know. That morning, Leo realizes how much he misses Kate and the girls. And he turns his yacht around. Bobby doesn't like it, though. And he tries to stop Leonardo from going back to Kate. He turns to hit the yacht around. And they're going the wrong way. Leonardo jumps off the boat. And Kate jumps off her boat. And they meet in the ocean and kiss. Although, I don't know how deep they are into the ocean, because they were treading water for so long. They have She had a life vest, right? She had a life vest, but he did not. He didn't, know, yeah. Poppy threatens to cut him off if he ends up going and being married with her. So he decides to, to go back to Kate. Although he thought about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, hmm. Should I do that? Do I really He's trying her? to negotiate. He's trying to negotiate. Yeah, that's right. She didn't even get upset about it, huh? No. Back at home, everything is back to what it was. Leonardo's working. Katie's now a nurse. But Poppy did cut him off. So they don't have any money. Then Colin comes in and says that the yacht is in Leo's name. And it's worth $60 million. They're rich again! They're rich. Kate and Leo are married on the yacht. And then the camera pulls back, you can see that the yacht is, has a for sale sign on it. The end. Yay. I thought it was funny. That actor, Eugenio Derbez, he's really funny. He's in this show called Acapulco. We watched a couple of episodes of it, right? No. Yeah. It's really funny, though. We I really liked him. the intro, the first one, and then I left. And then Dora. He was in the Dora movie. You watched that without me. Yeah, I yeah, remember awesome. that. And then yeah. he was also in the... Coda. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was a teacher in Coda. No, but I was thinking of the one that you were watching that... 
how to uh, be a Latin lover. How to be a Latin lover. And yeah. I was in the kitchen baking cookies. Kind of like the same guy. He's just like a funny, silly guy. Like a comedian kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah, I like him. All right. Could this movie still be made today? Um, yeah, probably. Actually, I'm not sure because that whole concept is like pretty terrible. Like her basically human napping him. <laughs> human napping, yeah. He's not a kid, you're right. And then, like, the little things, like the lady hands. Yeah, you, I see, I don't, I don't know. I think ladies are just softer than men. I don't know, is that is that sexist? I don't know. I think so. I think that the <laughs> point is that they're saying, like, oh, women don't do any, like, manual work. They don't do any, like, real work. So their hands are, like, not toughened from that. You know, it's funny how they, I mean, they skirt around it by calling them lady hands as opposed to saying you work like a lady. Yeah. Or you work like a girl, right? Because that, then that would be obvious. Yeah. Misogyny. But I don't know, lady hands. I'm not sure if, I don't see if that's an insult. Maybe that's, that's, that's why I asked you that question. You don't ask me that question. And then you don't think human napping would be good? No. With human trafficking being a problem now. Although it was a problem eight years ago, so. And then. Another, like, one like that was, what's the main girl's name? Kate. Yeah, Kate told the guy working at the pizzeria when he was watching the telenovela, watch some sports like real men do. Okay, (laughs) sure. I get that, yeah. So that's like the gender equivalent of the same joke before Alma. What do you mean? Like, for what? That, like... Women don't watch, like, real rugged sports. You have to be a man. You can't watch this. Right, right. And as a man, you shouldn't be watching dramatic novellas or anything like that. Okay. That you should be watching sports. Uh, Anything else? Um, The kind of, like, sexism with the company and not giving it to his daughter originally. Even though he was definitely not doing any work for that company. No, and he would say, it's okay, I'll be the CEO, Magda, and you just do all the work and I won't do anything. Yeah, even though he would have probably still been rich even if she had the whole company. No, yeah, he would have never not been rich. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought it was still kind of sexist. Okay, anything else? In the hospital, he was being kind of terrible to everyone. And he's like, can I have a prettier nurse? (laughs) And then the doctor said, this is the pretty nurse. (laughs) So both of them were sexist, right? Yeah. Because he told them that and the doctor whispered it to him like, oh, this is the prettiest nurse we have kind of thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely some uh, misogyny there. Anything else? Um, I think that's it. All right. Um, Does it pass the Bechdel test? No. Huh. Okay. Let's go over the Bechdel test. Oh, wait. It does. Never mind. I lied. It does pass Yeah, I thought it did pass the Bechdel test. All right. Let's talk about the Bechdel test. It's a uh, test to see uh, about female representation in movies. Criteria number one. Are there more than one named female characters? Yes, there's Kate. There's Sophia. There's Magdala. There are Emily and the other two daughters. I forgot their name. Olivia and Molly. Uh Uh-huh. And then there's the grandma. And there's Teresa, their best friend, right? Yeah. All right, do test number two. Do any of the females talk to each other? Yes. The Kate and the grandma, which her name is Grace, I talk about her going and pursuing her dreams in acting. And then another one, Kate and Emily talk about the pool and babysitting and how she's like, I want to go to the pool. This is before he was there. Uh-huh. 
so they weren't talking about him. And she's like, no, you need to be like well, caring just, for your elders. So there are two char- two female characters that talk to each other. Yeah. All right. Criteria number three. Now you can tell me, is there any time where they talked about anything other than a man? Yeah. The first one, they weren't talking about him. And then this one, I was saying how he wasn't even in the picture yet. And this was before then. All right. So it does pass the Bechdel test. <laughs> And Sophia and Magdala also talk about how Sophia's charity work. Anything else? Nope. Thank you for tuning into Poppy Approved Movies. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review in your favorite podcast app. We put out an episode every Monday. If you want to suggest a movie for us to watch and critique, email us at poppyapprovedmovies at gmail.com. That's poppyapprovedmovies at gmail.com. No spaces, no caps. We'll try our best to get to your suggestion. Remember, it has to be PG-13. Next week, we're watching A Man Called Otto, so I hope you join us. I'm Poppy. And I'm Natalie. See you next time. Bye!